Luke chapter number 1. And we have not finished up our Revelation series. And I am not sure when we are or if we are. Uh, as we ended up making a few stops and then uh, trying to get back in it, I've, I've pulled my study back up and got right back in. And every time I do, it just seems like there's a wall. And it's like the Lord's saying, no, not right now. And so anyway, uh, I have not forgot about it, but uh, just have not had the green light on preaching uh, back out of Revelation with that series. And so uh, I am sure someday we will finish it up. I just don't know when. Who knows? I don't know. It might be another year or so. It might be next year. Uh, like that's a long ways away. And so uh, Luke chapter number one, Luke chapter number one tonight. And as I was just uh, praying about uh, the, uh, the time of year and study uh, about um, uh, this with this time, uh, Lord just really uh, brought to my attention just the names of God. And as we, as we know about God, some of the, the truths that we can get by just knowing the names and the meanings of his name. And so tonight we are going to look at the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Uh, Luke chapter number 1, verse 26. Luke 1, 26, the Bible says, And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. And he shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David." And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Uh, take your Bibles now and go over to Matthew chapter number 1. Matthew chapter 1. And we'll look at a parallel passage. Uh, but now it's dealing not with Mary, now it is dealing with Joseph. Matthew chapter 1 and verse number 20. The Bible says, but... But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins." Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. So here in Luke, what we find is uh, the angel Gabriel announcing that the Lord Jesus Christ was going to be, 
was going to come and was going to be born of Mary. In Matthew, we find the angel of the Lord, no name of that angel, uh, but he was telling Joseph that the child that Mary was carrying was conceived of the Holy Ghost. But in both cases, we find the name had been chosen. This name was given prior to Jesus being born, and that name was Jesus. So the name of Jesus is what we're looking at tonight. Father, I pray that you'd help us. Thank you uh, for being such a wonderful Savior. Thank you for being willing to come. And now, Lord, uh, as you have already come and thousands of years have transpired, uh, you are still working in the lives of people and there is power in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for that. And I pray that you'd help us as your children to know you a little bit better. May we know, uh, learn some things tonight. Uh, may we be encouraged in our faith, please, for Christ's sake. Amen. So in Matthew one twenty one and in Luke one thirty one, uh, we find the name uh, of Jesus. It was given to him uh, by by the angel had declared that that was the name that he was going to have. Now the name of Jesus was one of the most common names in in first century, and you would you would think, well, that just doesn't seem like a common name. Uh, but it was a first century uh, uh, name that was used uh, very often. Uh, it was transliterated uh, from Yeshua uh, from both the Hebrew and the Aramaic. Well, when you look at Yeshua, uh, that is the same as Joshua in the Old Testament. And just as Joshua in English has been, tr has been transliterated, uh, Jesus was the same root words there uh, as was of Joshua. Uh, so in the New Testament, uh, the transliteration uh, is uh, Isus. Uh, and so the Greek is Isus, all right? And if you uh, change the E to the ha sound, it's Jesus. And when you look into the Hispanic, uh, you also see Jesus. And how do they spell that? Jesus. When I was, I was not around a Spanish culture at all until I went to Bible college. And when I got to Bible college and I started working uh, a bus route in Little Mexico, uh, all of a sudden I'm seeing these kids' names and I'm seeing Jesus everywhere. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? Who would have the audacity to name their child Jesus? I mean, who would say, I, it's just such a holy name. I can't imagine naming uh, my child Jesus. Uh, it, just, it just, to me, it seemed uh, so sacrilegious. Uh, and they're like, it's Jesus. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was I was just blown away by that. Uh, but in the Hebrew Bible, it is Yeshua or Yahashua, okay? And, and it's often translated Joshua, and as in the 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 uh, uh, protege of Moses, Joshua, Yahashua, uh, and so. Uh, Joshua, the son of Nun, uh, and his name was a combination of Jah or Yah, 
And so that both of those were uh, prefixes for the name of God. And so here when you said Yah, Yah, those were all uh, pre- prefixes, uh, terms towards God. Uh, when you look at uh, the Old Testament, uh, when, when God told uh, Mosiah, Am hath sent thee, uh, and you look at that, it is the existent one. And that's what uh, Yah, uh, that w- is what that means. And so it is short for Yahweh, uh, which was the name of Israel's God, uh, Exodus 3.14. And so the Hebrew word, uh, verb, Yasha, means to save or to help. And so uh, if it's Yah, Yahshua, uh, Yasha, uh, meaning to save. So the Yeshua means Yahweh saves. Yahweh saves. So, uh, so let's, let's go back uh, in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21. Uh, let's see here, Matthew 1. You find it real quickly, Matthew one twenty one, and he shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall what save his people uh, from their sins. And so uh, Yeshua, uh, Yahashua, Yeshua, and and you say, well, Pastor, which one is it? Well. It, it depends because of the Hebrew uh, consonants, there are no vowels. And so when you look at the Hebrew writings, there are no vowels. And a vowel is implied based on uh, the position and how many consonants there are. And so uh, as, they, as you start looking at it, uh, it, it has multiple uh, ways that that same spelling could be pronounced. And there are a lot of people that get very particular uh, about uh, how you say uh, Jehovah. Uh, You say Jehovah, or you say Yahweh, uh, and you start looking into this, and and what you find is that uh, there are multiple ways uh, to be able to pronounce the same words. So, yeah, Yeshua or Yahashua uh, would be Joshua. Jah or Yah is short for Yahweh. Well, Yahweh is not spelled Y-A-H-W-E-H. As we have transliterated it, uh, Yahweh is spelled Y-H-W-H. And there are no, no, no vowels there. And so when you say Yahweh, uh, the exact same spelling is also the pronunciation uh, that you and I have given to Jehovah. It's the exact same consonants. It's just where we have decided to put what vowels. And how have we put those vowels there? Because somebody smarter than us told us that that's how it sounded. And as I was studying this out, uh, even the Hebrew scholars said, we will not know how it is really pronounced because 
even in modern day Hebrew, there have been changes from the archaic Hebrew language and pronunciations. And they said, until they find the tape recorder that Moses had when he was, when he was saying the words, uh, we won't know the exact pronunciation of any of those words. We are just sort of grasping at it based on what we know about current uh, Hebrew, uh, the current Hebrew language. So when you look at Yahweh, you look at Jehovah, those are all the exact same consonants. And they're spelled the exact same way. It is just which vowels have been placed at what part of uh, the word. And so Yahweh, Jehovah, Jehovah, uh, yod Hey, wah Hey. Uh, and that is another pronunciation uh, that some will say that if you don't pronounce it that way, that you are wrong and you are, uh, you are ignorant and you are not pronouncing the names of God uh, properly. Uh, and and when, when you, you get into this, we have, to, we have to just remember that we are just trying to know God better. Don't get too caught up in it. It's sort of like when I ask somebody to read the scripture and they will pronounce it one way and then I'll get up and pronounce it a different way. Oh, well, pastor must have been right. No, it's just how it sounds to me. Uh, and so uh, they're, they're, one person might pronounce it one way, another person might pronounce it another way, and then you turn on your Bible app and you listen it to them and they pronounce it a completely different way. Uh, and so uh, does it change context? doesn't change context. And so don't get too caught up in, in all of this. Uh, but, but what we do know is that God has a name. Amen? And we are trying to know him. Uh, and so uh, with that, uh, the Hebrew word for name is Shem. All right? In Exodus 9.16, the Bible says, and, and in very deed for this cause... Have I raised thee up for to show in thee my power, and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth? Now, this verse is used by some people to use as a weapon against people that don't pronounce things the way they pronounce it. Saying that you have to declare this, uh, his word, his name, throughout all uh, through all the earth. And so if you are declaring it or you are saying it improperly, then you are, you are uh, violating this verse. Well, that's not what he's saying. He, he's not saying that uh, we have to properly pronounce his name. It is all about who he is. So the word Shem, uh, it is the word for name, but it is also the word for breath. And when you look at breath, breath is not just the, the 
air that goes in and out of our lungs. It's not just that transfer of air going back and forth. It is referencing the essence of a person, who they are, their character, if, they, if you would. And so when God is saying that we are to declare his name through all the earth, we are just to be declaring who God is uh, to the earth. It, it, it isn't the matter of that we are saying his, his name exactly right. Uh, though we, we know that the names of God, the name of God is a holy name, uh, and we are reverent with that. Uh, but, but don't get too caught up, and don't let somebody that uh, thinks they are smarter than you uh, to try to make you feel dumb uh, because they may have uh, d- done a little bit of research in Hebrew, or they've heard somebody, or they listened to a podcast. It'll be all right. We get to heaven. Uh, we'll be looking at the same God. Uh, and so, so uh, don't get too caught up with that. Uh, but people do. They get caught up in these little things. New Testament. Take your Bibles. Go to Matthew 23. I'm spending a little bit of time here just because uh, when you get into the names of God uh, and we're looking at Jesus, uh, but you, you start getting into things where people really get sideways very quickly. Matthew chapter 23, and look at verse 23. Here the Lord is speaking. He said, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees. What's that next word? Hypocrites. For ye pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done, as in paying tithe of mint and anise and cumin. He said, but ye have not these ought you to have done and not to leave the other undone. What were, what were the other? The weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. What was it? They focused on the little things and they missed the big picture. And that's what we don't want to do when we are studying uh, the names of God. It isn't about all the, the exact perfections of each one of these names. It's about the person. It's about who he is and who he uh, revealed himself uh, to us. So the New Testament, Jesus, uh, Jesus, 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 and as we stated already, uh, it was a common name in first century. So we're going to look at that name for a little bit of understanding. First, the meaning, the meaning, uh, uh, Yahweh saves, Jehovah saves. Saves. That's what Jesus means. Uh, Yah, God saves. Okay, so uh, so here when we look at this, uh, the very meaning of the the word, the name of Jesus, is that Yahweh or Jehovah saves. Yod Hey Wah Hey saves. Uh, Jesus, He is the Savior, and so the very name of Jesus means that uh, Yahweh or Jehovah, uh, He saves, and uh, and with that, uh, He is the Savior. Since He saves, He shall save His people from their sins. His very name wrapped up who he is. Now, you know, when we think about names, Rachel and Stephen just had had a baby. Uh, Jonathan and Tiffany just had uh, a baby as well. And with that, there was much thought 
that went into the choice of those names. Some of the choices that they started throwing out, Papa didn't like. (laughs) Uh, And I kept my mouth shut. And then they changed it. And I'm like, I'm so glad you changed it. I didn't like that other name. Uh, and so, uh, but I kept my mouth shut up until after those names were chosen. Uh, but, uh, but with that, why? Uh, there, there is association with names. There are some names that, though there are good people that have that name, I have certain names that when somebody's name is mentioned, there's automatically a negative brought to my mind. Why? Because I have had, in, I have had interaction with multiple people with that name that were, that were so uh, rebellious that that name was never a name that I would think of to give to somebody Why? Because of the association. Names matter. They matter. And and with that, just just choosing a good name does not mean that everything is going to turn out right. But also, guys, uh, names do matter. They they matter. And your, your name should matter. Your name should matter. You should make your name a good name. You should make your name a good name. Our kids were growing up, and they would there would be rules that we had that others did not have. And they're like, well, so-and-so does this. Why can't we? Browns don't do that. They hated that. But with that, our name, it matters to me. I, I was adopted. Pops adopted me when I was 18 years old. I asked him to adopt me. And I wanted to take his name. And he gave me that name. I want to make sure that that name is a good name. I want to make sure that the name that is handed off is a good name. And, and with that... Jesus, the name that was given to him, it was, an, it was a good name. Uh, why? Who gave it to him? God gave it to him. Mary didn't pick that name. She didn't look through a book, the books of names. She wasn't online looking at trending names. Uh, she, was, she, didn't, she didn't even have an opportunity to think about a name uh, because she was told uh, that uh, what the name was going to be before she even knew that she was expecting. That name was chosen. It was given by God. Uh, God saves. And everything about Jesus wraps around this thing called salvation. So... So Jesus, the meaning, Yahweh saves, Jehovah saves, uh, Jesus, uh, he saves. Uh, Then I want you to see the multitude. Uh, The multitude, 973 times, Jesus is mentioned, that Greek word is used in the New Testament. Uh, 
984 times we have the, the word Jesus used in the New Testament. Unbelievable. Unbelievable how, how often uh, this, this word is used. The multitude of the name of Jesus. And you know what? Jesus needs to be a name that is used on the lips of his children. It should be a name that is used over and over and over again. Uh, why? Because of the example. The example that we see all through Scripture. Go to Matthew. Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. And let's look at the very first verse of the New Testament. Matthew 1.1. 1, 1, the book of the generations of... Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So here, the New Testament, it opens up with the name of Jesus. All right? Now go to the end of the New Testament, Revelation, and go to the last chapter of the book of Revelation, and go to the last verse of Revelation, uh, Revelation 22 and verse number 21. Revelation 22 and verse 21. Let's see here. Uh, the Bible says here, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. I mean, the name of Jesus is at the beginning of the New Testament. The name of Jesus is at the closing of the New Testament. And all through the New Testament, we have the name of Jesus. And he is throughout the magnitude of Jesus' name being used. 984 times his name is used. So we have the meaning, we have the magnitude. Then I want to you to, or the, uh, uh, the multitude, I want you to see thirdly the magnitude. The, the magnitude of this, of this word, uh, this name Jesus, the magnitude. It is a name that was chosen by God. It was a name that is highly exalted. It's a name that is above every name. Every name. I mean, the names that weren't even uh, invented yet. Uh, the name of Jesus is above uh, those names. Uh, my cousin, uh, she named uh, her, chil her, her children, and as she was naming them, she gave them these wild spellings. Uh, she named her first Kimberly. Uh, and so she spelled it. It was like 13 or 14 letters, K Y M B U H R L E A H. It was like... Uh, it was like, what in the world? What's wrong with you? Uh, that poor little girl will never walk into a store and find a cup with her name on it. Uh, she'll never be able to get a, a, a keychain. Uh, and uh, every time she has to fill out something uh, that has boxes for letters, she won't even be able to finish her name. Uh, and so, uh, but uh, what was it? Her name, it might have been weird. It might have been a specific name, but it isn't like the name of Jesus. His name is highly exalted. Ephesians, or I'm sorry, Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. In verse number 9. Philippians 2, 9. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Philippians chapter 2. 
In verse number 9, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess to God that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What a name. What a name. What a name. That name Jesus. Uh, that name Jesus is the name that uh, we uh, are saved because of uh, what he has done. Uh, And that is a highly exalted name. Uh, Acts chapter 4. Go to Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. The name of Jesus represents everything in our faith. Acts 4.12, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You know the faith, our faith, it all starts with salvation. And without salvation, there is no faith. It is just an idea without salvation. It is, it is just a teaching without, without salvation. But when you have salvation, all of a sudden there's a relationship there, and now there is faith. And, and that faith that we have, uh, it is all tied up in this name, the name of Jesus. You know, people, they don't get offended when you say Muhammad. They don't get offended when you say Confucius. They don't get offended at Joseph Smith, and they don't get offended at Buddha. But you mention Jesus. What you'll find is people get upset. Why? Because there's a name that's above every name. And that name represents who God is. God manifested in the flesh. And what was his name? One of his names, Jesus. What a name. You know, we ought to, we ought to love the name of Jesus. You know, somebody uses the name Debbie. You know, when, when somebody uses the name Debbie... Man, there's a connection. They might even be talking about a different Debbie. But now my mind is drawn to my Debbie. The name of Jesus should draw you to the very foundation of your faith. The name of Jesus should stir our soul. Why? Because of all that he has done for us. Who he is and what he has done and what he is going to do. And one day we're going to see him. And when we see him, I don't want, I don't want there to be any trouble framing his name. It ought to be a name that we use over and over again. It ought to be a name that 
just flows off of our tongue because there's a relationship that's there. One day we're going to see him. Now Christmas time, we think about baby Jesus. And there's, there's something sweet. I got to go to the hospital today. And I've got a picture if you'd like to see. And I get to, got to hold little Grayson. There's something sweet about a baby. Something precious about that new life. And I'm so thankful that Jesus was willing to come. But if he just came and that's all that happened, that name would not represent the same amount, wouldn't represent the same thing. It was what he did in his coming. It was what he did in his life. And then it was what he did with his very mission of coming, going to the cross. He died on that cross. He was buried, and three days later, he rose again for our justification. Jesus, what a name. Let's praise him. Let's honor him. Let's share him everywhere we go. Went to the hospital today, and I was with Brother Jewel for a little bit. Uh, and uh, as, I, as I was with him, and yesterday uh, with Brother Coates, uh, I left some tracks with Brother Coates. I left some of the Christmas tracks, and so he could pass it out to people. Uh, and then uh, I went to give Brother Jewel some tracks. He already had them. Uh, and I don't know if Brother Frank brought him up or somebody else, or uh, but what? He, he already had him sitting right there. I was like, well, I guess I don't need to give you any tracks. Uh, you've already got them. You know, we, sh- we should just be sharing Jesus everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. Jesus, the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you'd help us. Uh, Lord, help us just to, to realize the importance of, of the name of Jesus and Lord, help us to share uh, who you are with others. You have made such an impact in our lives, and Lord, may we uh, share you uh, with this lost and dying world. Uh, May other people come to a saving knowledge uh, of the Lord Jesus and help us to be a part of that. So bless now this evening. Thank you for your goodness to us. Work in hearts, please, for Christ's sake. Amen. Let's stand together.